The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. Do you hear that, Ern? The Leaky Cauldron. Just go! You're wasting time! Welcome to Pottercast, your number one source for news, theories, discussion and interviews with people from the Potter books and films. I know a small amount myself having written the books. My name is Jakey Rowling. I am now happy to introduce your hosts, Melissa, John and Brack. I figure that when people started listening to Pottercast almost seven years ago... Seven um, years ago now? Yeah, yeah, end of August, dude. Weird. Almost seven years ago that they were at the very latest 14, 11, 12, 13, 14. Um, I think everybody's 18 now. I think we can curse. Are we going to start cursing? <laughs> just, I'm not going to uh, indulge that freedom as much. I just, I just mean that if, you know, if, it's, if it feels necessary. We're not just going to be like, like SDG. Or SGD all the time. Time. I don't know what that is, John. Is You're gonna have to explain that to me because Star Galactica. Yeah. If I mean, if it comes out, it comes out. But I'm not gonna purposefully start dropping bombs or nothing. I'm doing on a napkin. We have a whole sketchbook. It's a napkin. Podcast number Hamazabazabazabaza. Two forty-seven in English. I thought it was two forty-eight. We haven't even done two fifty yet. You said this is two forty-eight. No, we just did uh, podcast two. Okay, can we please get to two fifty before the end of the summer? Like, do you want to make do you want to make LeakyCon our two hundred fifteenth show? Oh yeah, that'd be fun. Do that. Okay, so LeakyCon. I'm not gonna um, be there. Oh Oh, no, no, then it can't be. Then it can't be our two fiftieth show. can we put like a little laptop on stage with just a close up of Frankie's head, and that can be him skyped in from somewhere? It's fine with me. Um, yeah, I mean, when, when would it? When, what day would that be? Saturday. What time? Midday. Midday. It might be working Saturdays by that time. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm like, that's the reason I can't go. <laughs> no. Like for like an hour, you can figure out how to get. I, I, look, it's not up. You could to phone me. you I'm in. A very lowly. I'm the bottom of the totem pole. It's a great totem pole to be on, but I, my, you can barely see my forehead. I'm <laughs> Please, in the ground. Sir, can I have an hour? <laughs> can I? Have there's an hour? a very good chance that I won't it's be working. It's very that important. Day. But then I would want to fly in for the day. You yeah. would. You would. Obviously, we want cool. we want you to fly in for the day. Well, our podcast at the Geekcon is gonna be very exciting. Um, we're gonna be after one of the big main stage acts. So um, keep an eye out for the schedule soon. Which on main stage act? Because that is secret. Well, that's not a secret, Starkid. Nice. Wow, we're going right after this. It's because we know people who run LinkedIn, and we, we can and we can get the good slots. Yeah, might as well just put the best thing in that. Slot. Come on, I think that's fair. We run the you, damn you thing. No, Starkid is going to open for us. Well, yes, actually, yes, that's what's happening. Is Starkid is opening for us? Yeah. Yes, mean, that's that's. That's exactly what it that's, is. That's uh, yeah, sure. I yeah. Mean, mm. Starkid's going to be in our <laughs> slot. Like that's that's what's going to happen. We'll let them perform. <laughs> Yeah, if they want to. Yeah, whatever. If they're nice to us. They're never nice to us. They're buttholes. They're horrible. Ew, what a gross... <laughs> John's way of cursing. And we're in vulgar podcast. Vulgar podcast. I've already said, said damn. Butthole. It's all going to hell. Oh, look at that. I said hell. Okay, so... No, I actually didn't. <laughs> it came out... Out of practice. Welcome back, everyone, for a little for a little Pottercast here, two forty seven. We have a few new things to talk about since we've been doing this last. <laughs> a couple, uh, few things not- you probably forgot to talk about because it's been so while. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you know, like some of the trio have been in movies and this and that and the other, but like we have a couple of cool releases to talk about. Um, one of them, of course, is the alt the ultimate. Uh, edition of the Harry Potter movies for a, for a, a cool $932. That's, a, that's, that's actually correct. Amazon. Let's market to children so their parents feel inadequate. <laughs> and, uh, of course, we have an awesome new, uh, almost as expensive video game coming out called The Book of Spells for the PlayStation. Now, enlighten us on that. I'm not as well versed. Well, we're, we're, we're going to, we're going to get there. Oh, okay, sorry. And um, we have, uh, of course, LeakyCon coming up that Melissa Woo-hoo! will regale us with some Woo-hoo! more exclusive Woo-hoo! bits of information Oops. for Pottercast. I should think of some exclusive bits of information for Pottercast quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us what's on the menu at the opening feast. That would be No, exclusive. there's no food at the opening festivities. <sighs> 
Do you know why? And everybody always wonders why we do less food than other conferences. Because it's effing expensive. It's so expensive. <laughs> like, you will go and buy yeah. a $10 sandwich for dinner. We will have to pay $100 for a plate. I'm not even joking. Yeah, That's how that. much. So we decided to not throw silly money after silly money. Yeah. And, and those do... damn star kids are wanting so much money up front. <laughs> uh, like, like, do you want everybody to eat or do you want like to get everybody out here? Well, actually, we do spend all that money. We just give it all to the star kids. Yeah. That's true. That's true. That Brian Holden. They- Man, buy a bunch of food he eats with tons. It. And they eat roll around when we're hungry. And we just like, drool. Can we have a bite, please, sir? Like, it's have- not in my rider. It's like, Dad, <laughs> don't look at me. Give me all the brown M and M's. No, that's not, actually not how it goes at all. So we will talk about LeakyCon. Yeah, and then we're gonna take your questions. As to, no, we're not gonna. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, no, nobody knows we're recording. <laughs> we could, we, we could, could tweet. tweet and say we're we're recording. That's sweet. I guess. Okay. And then we'll We're collect questions play. by the end of the recording. and we'll Now, play, when yeah. you're listening to this, you'll remember when we tweeted it, and you'd be like, oh my gosh, tell me when you've been there. And you're like, like, I, and you're I like have a zip, a zip, a zip. that's how long it takes for them to put us right Yeah, now. 400 days. <laughs> I remember last month when that tweet came out. Last yeah. month. <laughs> oh my god. Try four months. We stink a lot. Aww. FYI. Was no, it was no, it wasn't it was because of casual vacancy. Months. No, because we did the casual vacancy chat. Yeah, the oh, that's right, too casually late, casual casually late, indeed. Casually title. You know why it's a great title? Because it went up so late, <laughs> it <was> so late. <laughs> but hey, we got a great title out of yeah. it. This is the quality recording you get Wait, at Pottercast. That the, I don't know. A while ago, April thirtieth. There we are. Okay, so, so it's only been three months. Well, oh, all right, that's two months. All of May, and so we did spring. Spring. That was Yay. our spring. We're Here's a our quarterly summer. podcast now. Here's awesome. our summer podcast. Bad, bad. We were supposed to do two a month, guys. We were, we were committing to it. We're gonna we're gonna um do a sorting thing real quick, a little sorting segment oh, yeah, real yeah. quick. About we sorted the seasons. Yeah. And so we just we put Gryffindor in summer, of course. Of course. And we did Ravenclaw in fall. Fall. Because it's orangey and very you know, let's go back to school. And then we did Crisp. Slytherin. As winter, yeah, because they're just kind of cool and they get the and job done when they need to. Water mm. falls from the sky a lot, and it's cold. Yes, it's cold, very cold. Hard and, elements, and kind of collected. Um, and then Hufflepuff is spring because it's kind of you know earthy. springy, earthy. I thought colorful. we called Hufflepuff fall. No, no, we were thinking about that originally. I corrected him, but oh. I like I like <laughs> Melissa's assessment better because oh, fall funny. is my favorite season, and I'm a Ravenclaw. Oh. You do love fall. I love fall so much. And you live in California. That was silly of you. Su- well, yeah. I mean, mm. that was a cosmic it's beautiful joke. in Northern California, though. True. Touche. Mm. Well played. It's well like played your word knowing. tonight. Touche. I say that a lot. Sure. All right. All right. Let's get moving. So this week in Harry Potter news, there's been all kinds of exciting <laughs> This year things. in Harry Potter yeah, news, right. a lot of stuff <laughs> This quarter in Harry Potter news. <laughs> actually, today we actually had a little bit of interesting J.K. Rowling news. Ooh. You guys know what happened today with I J.K. Rowling? I don't. I know there were pictures of her at Wimbledon. She showed up at Wimbledon looking yes. pretty hot, if I might add. Why does she not look hot? Come on. Oh, she, let me just uh, use a magic Pottercast Google computer here. Asio Pictures. She, she makes like, a rare public appearance. She's like, yes, I will shake your hand. Like, in the royal box. I'm fabulous. Wouldn't mind getting in that royal box. <laughs> oh my gosh, John. What? What? That's vulgar. That's <laughs> very vulgar. <laughs> <laughs> Only is that her husband? Vulgar here? mind. This That's is her husband. Neil, yeah. right? That's Neil. He's a Has Joe been like? What, was, what do they call it when like a, a girl gets knighted? Yeah, she's a she's like, a, 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 a duchess. A she's dame? a member of the British Empire. She's a lady then. No, she's not a lady. It's What's like a, it's like the rank. It's like she, below it. She is oh. no lady. But like okay. Okay. Anyway, J.K. <laughs> J.K. Rowling. Rowling. Was, was that Wimbledon? Wimbledon? Yay, taking in the tennis. She was there with Hillary Clinton too. It was just a celebrity started. Who would win in a fight, Joe or Hillary? Hillary. She would, but I wouldn't. If it was to. a fight of words, Joe would win. Oh, well, I don't know though. But Hillary knows Hillary words. Knows. If it was words, it would be Joe. But if it was fisticuffs, I'm sure they yeah. have very <laughs> different kind of vocabularies. Yes, but I would trust J.K. Rowling would would do with very few words. Like she'd wait for a time and then say it. That, that's exactly what and she then does. That she would be like, sits, lets the thought marinate, and then comes I out am. with something so cutting yeah. that yeah. it's just the end. It's very taekwondo. We just wait for yeah. the right moment. <laughs> just get it in. Is this, um, is this a Cora thing? Is this, is this like top of mind with you right now? No, but no. I could tie it into Cora. 
Don't 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 it's better I just, than most. I this is to... not a podcast. This is a leaky news podcast. Right <laughs> this here. is not the wrap up. We'll save the leaky news portion for the wrap. Yes, that's right. What's well, happening in the Harry Potter world? Well, this happened. It, it has been happening. Kind of old news at this point, but not really. It's not even out yet. PlayStation and Sony, uh, keeping in the tradition of this new partnership with Pottermore and everything else. I imagine they've put oh, together. That makes total sense. They didn't put that together. Uh, something for the PlayStation called the Wonder Book. <laughs> the the, the book of spells and uh i'm sure some of you most of you um uh have heard a little bit about this it's sort of more like one of those like augmented reality kind of things with uh the playstation 360 that uh, i don't actually happen to own a friend of mine does PlayStation 360? uh what Xbox did i say 360. oh the playstation 3 xbox 3 is blah 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 yeah, just for the PlayStation though. So that that's kind of bugging some people that it's only for the one system. But again, that kind of makes sense in this in this case. Um, it uh, yeah, it's it's going to use like uh, the controller as if it's a wand, and you're going to be able to learn how to do all the spells. And it, I mean, it should be pretty cool. I, I I really can't figure out like who the real target audience is because all of the advertisements are real young kids. Um, but apparently, and the, the reason that this is bigger news than just any other random piece of Harry Potter merchandise is that, uh, there is original J.K. Rowling content in it. Red quills? Basically red the, quills. the equivalent of the red quill, mm. stuff that has never been seen or heard, uh, anywhere else in any other Harry Potter product. Um, but it will be here exclusively until it's up on Wikipedia. Um, on the book <laughs> In other words, three seconds later. <laughs> right. That's so, true. what do you do? You guys know much about this? Do you have an opinion on uh, J.K. Rowling original material being released in such a way? I know nothing about it. I saw a picture of it, and when I first saw the picture, I was like, I don't like how big that wand is. It looks dumb. Um, <laughs> and then when someone sent me an email a couple hours later, like, oh, this is the perfect game for you, and then I actually read a little. I'm like. Oh, it's Harry Potter. I had right. no idea it was Harry Potter originally. The wand didn't give it away. No, the, it looked like he was holding like a like a dowel, like this huge like <laughs> curtain rod. Like <laughs> I didn't, but I get now that it's augmented to reality and it needs gotcha. to be in perspective. Blah blah blah. Um, blah blah blah. But I mean, I'm excited. For, I'm always excited for new content, but I don't. It's, I'm not gonna. But I mean, some people are grumbling that it's new content that you have to like buy something for. But I mean, whatever. It's gonna be on the internet. It's gonna yeah. be in her book eventually. I mean, like this just. But let's let's talk let's talk honestly though about like how much like at this point here 2012 what kind of new content would you accept would be excited about and what kind would you just be like I want well, all that's, the that's characters neat. backstories like the long and it sounds like that's not the kind of thing that's going to no, be on this thing. Gonna be like, be like here's the, a spell <laughs> what's the origin for the knock spell yeah exactly well in 1378, <laughs> there was a wizard who knocked on a door and lit up light. an accident. And how do we get it to Maybe. turn off? That was a good try, though, Frankie. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like, do you, do you think that the new content is going to be like related to the spells? I mean, I kinda I'm thinking the new content are just going to be new spells. Like, I don't even know if we'll even get... Like, oh, like different spells? Yeah, completely? just... I think it'll just be new spells that are convenient. Oh. Like, they, like, I would imagine a lot of the new content is going to be, we can do this. Yeah, for sure. And then it's backward engineering. I'll make it this spell. Versus, like, let's do this instead. Uh, you know what I mean? Oh, so you think they made the game and then had her come up with background for... Or they gave her the cap- the what the game is capable of, and then she worked within that those parameters. Hmm. Or... Yeah, I don't think it's going to be all that much like heavy, like long backstories and stuff. The stuff that we as fans really love. I want all that like deep, rich backstory. I can't imagine you're going to be able to do that on, you know, your PS3. Yeah. Not too fussed. I mean, these are super powerful bits of equipment here, but of course, you know, the major debate is that uh, it's, it's like a $300 system still. And the book of spells is a whole other peripheral you're going to need. Plus the game. 
It's a very expensive uh, way like, of consuming J.K. Rowling material. Yeah, People like, aren't quite used nobody, to it. Nobody, you know, you don't have to buy it. Nobody is entitled. This is my problem with fan entitlement. There's a there's this feeling now that that you're entitled to whatever other content she's creating in a, a pricing model that you agree with. She could sell a book for a hundred bucks when when the pot when the when the encyclopedia comes out. She could sell it for for nothing. She can you know she could put it out for free. She's putting a ton of it out for free on Pottermore. So some of it comes on a game system. Like mm-hmm. man up. Not yeah. everything is the price that you wish it was. Sorry, that's the world. That's true. Yeah. I mean, when she released Beale the Bard with those jeweled copies that I had when when she sent that to me, I was able to sell that for thousands of dollars. <laughs> thousands? You got gypped. Oh. Oh, nice turnaround. What do you think, though? Point Melissa. That's millions. Do you think that's a million-dollar item? A handwritten one of eight. <laughs> Yours would be the eighth, naturally. Yeah. One of eight. You yeah. know, diamond-encrusted oh, Beetle one. the Bard. That would be pretty sweet. Yeah, that that would be more. That's a couple million at least. Holy cats. Thanks. That's the right people. Holy Thanks. cats. Aw. Amazing cats singing in heaven. Aw. <laughs> awesome. no, no cats ever made it to heaven. That's incorrect. I'm about to get up and do it. Oh, no. I just want to say. Oh. Just well, that is probably you watch dead sass. John tells me the other day, <laughs> I meet I, we meet up. I didn't see him in a couple weeks. And Melissa's in town, jerk. which is awesome. And he comes up to me, he's like, I just, I just, I saw Sassy the other day. I'm like, how on earth did you see my dead cat from four years ago, which died when we were on tour? That cat died. Yes, it was such a sad day. Melissa was gone. You were, you had to go back for your parents. And then, so it was, it was me and John in what, Kansas? Somewhere, Some, middle somewhere America, in the town, <laughs> and, Idaho, maybe. And I found out my cat. No, it was Idaho. To remember, because my cousins live in Idaho. Um, and my I found out my cat was dead, and so I have to, like put this game face on. I was like, I was like, John had like pulled away to the show. I was just on the verge of tears the whole time, trying to be upbeat. So Talk about sad. Harry Potter when my cat, who I got when I was eleven, had died, and like she was totally my cat for Hogwarts. That's horrible. I would. Oh my god! I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to do a show if Muchka died. That oh day. my god! Oh, if Muchka died, it'd be like a fandom holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody would. I love cats, and you know I'm biased towards cats, but I agree with John. It would like it would. There'd be like a. I'd be afraid Don't if Muchka act. died because then evil would have to balance out. And I'd no. hate to see what would rise. Don't act as if your truth with Muchka is the objective truth with Muchka. It's not objective. Just because she is the way she is with you doesn't mean she's not a love when she's with me, and she is. Well, she's like so she's very similar to my mother's cat Luna, who she's territorial too. Hates everybody but two people. <laughs> like she hates the yeah. world. Yeah. About these two people, but the two people. So yeah. Muchka, if had if Muchka so and, and, and Luna got together, mm-hmm. they would probably take over the world, or, or like or would feel each a other. Giant evil cat. How did we get here? Can we go back to Harry Potter? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you talk about cats in heaven, and I was yeah, excited. that's that is true. Uh, you think they have their own special place, or are they? Can like- we talk about Harry Potter now? Okay, since this is podcast after all. All right, so yeah, we talked about the Wonder Book. We talked about uh, the nine hundred thirty-two dollar Ultimate Edition. Let's talk about we what's inside of this. Haven't talked about the Ultimate Edition. So the Ultimate Edition will be coming out here before too long. Actual retail price, uh, three hundred fifty dollars. Um, so you probably insane. Um, and that's actually the marked down price. It was originally priced five hundred dollars. Yeah, and I think nobody bought it. Yeah. Um, what five hundred dollars? Five hundred dollars for eight discs. What is this? Well, eight DVD. Like, an actual movies. like ma- ma- it looks yeah. like cardboard. It is a really it neat looking box with many compartments. But it's cardboard. But it is cardboard. Probably you know like a hardboard or whatever. It's but stupid. Uh, Make it a wooden little mahogany box. I mean that would be pretty neat. Um, so here's some details. It contains thirty-one discs, which uh, contains. Uh, uh, content uh, that has uh, all been previously released in addition to five hours of never-before-seen special features. And um, they're only making um, a few, I guess by a few, probably, I don't know, like a f- couple thousand. I don't know how many they expect to sell, but it's a limited run that, that they're doing here. But uh, Well, it, that's just to get, to get the, you know. So it, yeah. 
Includes 18 discs Just, of the yeah. movies, which include, um, you know, one through seven. Um, and one, actually, eight. one through eight, right? Um, the Sorcerer's Stone and Chamber Secrets original theatricals versions and the extended cut versions. Which is funny that if if they actually put that on two separate discs, that would be really funny. A waste of discs, right? Um, And uh, Deathly Hollows in two D and in three D, and then thirteen discs of special features. Wait, they're giving it to you in three D on there Mm -hmm. in case you have a three D television. Yeah. Okay. So that's cool, right? That's pretty cool. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's there's like a whole little trailer for it on YouTube and other places you could find showing the cool box, and it has. A bunch of other uh, fun little stuff in there too, little like, pieces of artwork and stuff. But it is on Amazon right now. You could pre-order it. But still. What are these five hours of unreleased features? What is it? Because that, because honestly, five hours—that means I'm paying seventy bucks an hour. Yeah. For stuff I haven't seen, so they better be dang good. Well, uh, David Heyman mentioned the this this set when um, I think. Uh, well, I guess he was he was at the, the Wizarding World um, like a, a year or two ago. Um, for something, and he br- he brought this up, but um, I don't know. I mean, I don't think it's going to be any new canon or anything, obviously. But um, I guess there's always been talk of like um, been been like the, how they had filmed a bunch of behind the scenes stuff for like the first few movies, and it never really went anywhere, never did much with it. And like I don't, I don't know. I don't I don't think it'll be more of the movie, but it'll just be more extra. There's no, there's stuff. no commentary, like. How could they be releasing this and then there's no commentary? Yeah, like, and they're all understand. done filming, yeah. too. Like, how could you not just grab a few of the actors and sit down? I don't, want, I don't want the actors. I want the screenwriters. Well, but they get the mm. actors together just to do press on this. It would take them two hours in a sound studio to yeah. do a commentary. It's so it's frustrating. There's got to be a reason. It's not like they haven't, like, it's never occurred to them. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Like, they're, they, they have to... Yeah, maybe the actors want too much money. I don't know. I doubt Those that. Greedy actors, money grab, and all. But the honestly, time. I would like I said before, I would rather listen to the screenwriters or yeah, the directors sure. talk about it than the actors. Like as much as it'd be fun to listen to them. So LeakyCon, August ninth to twelfth. <laughs> August like August ninth to twelfth. Uh, I presume some of you listening have ordered your registration and stuff. But um, yeah, it's coming out. Uh, early uh, early August. I know Melissa's excited to. Uh, yeah, we're get expecting things to sell out in the next like couple of weeks. So holy moly! Uh, yeah, so get get your tickets. We have a huge a huge rock lineup, not just was a rock, but regular rock as well. Um, we we just announced Quidditch. People are gonna be playing the first ever Leaky Cup. You're gonna win a trophy, nice. and Ivana is gonna commentate the final match. Oh, oh cool! Yeah, yeah, we're really excited. That's she is cool. super psyched. Um, we have actor stuff. Fun. We have Star Kid stuff. We have bands playing. We have lots of fun stuff going on in the vendor room. We have um, costume contests. We have oh god, there's just so much stuff. It makes me cry. I just I, I do this schedule. Well, I, I work with everybody who's doing the schedule and. It is a nightmare. <laughs> it is an absolute. So just like juggling cats, herding cats, yeah. getting yeah. cats to walk in a line is what that schedule is. Uh, Joe Moses is doing a show at Lake Con. The one man shows us. The real for us documentary is is it's premiering real at Lake Con. Um, Oh god, there's so much. Does the leaky cup actually leak if you were to pour water into the <gasps> We are the trophy? trying to make that Just the trophy. <laughs> exactly. Whatever the that cup is for it to have a funny. hole. Cuz that Just that is the leaky dr- cup. Drill the tiny there little hole in it. I love leaky things. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. It's in Chicago Something and classic. we are we have so much work left to do before we get to the end, but um we'll be here before we it's know it. It's a really it. beautiful part of Chicago too. That was it my is. very first conference I went to. Back in 08, was it this at, at this hotel? It was Terminus? Yeah. Terminus, yeah. And it was beautiful. Like, even when you're done, like, if you want to get out of the con for a little bit, get some fresh air, like, it's right on Miracle Mile. It's from that big bean, the museums. The like, bean. The art museums, like, within, like, walking distance. And they have some beautiful pieces there. Blaze the Beanie's coming. Ooh. Blaze. I hear he is quite crafty. He's also quite good looking. Tall. Yes, he's a good looking man. He's handsome. So speaking of Blaze, what's the newest uh, Pottermore news? I got an email from Pottermore. 
about the the the, the Triwizard Cup or the Quidditch Cup or something like that, and I didn't. What does that mean? I don't know. I didn't log in. Most of you don't know what that email would be about. I don't talk about Pottermore on this show. Uh, <laughs> but that's a public email. You, did, you I think Frank you got it by accident? No, but, uh, surely you got the email too, and you could talk about it. I don't, I don't remember seeing anything from Pottermore. But uh, I'm looking here at the leakycauldron.org, and um, Pottermore released a little promo for the Book of Spells. And uh, they're talking about updates for Chamber of Secrets, which would be the second version of, of Pottermore. Where does that come out? Well, this article says it's been reported to come out this summer. That would be awesome. There's actually a quote. I will read you the quote. This guy says that uh, this week they were finishing the artwork for Chapter 7 and um, Chapter 14. And so I guess um, th- if they're fin- finishing the artwork, I would think that would be one of the last steps because... Everything else would have been planned and everything else and mapped out, and so they just have to polish the rest of the artwork. And yeah, I mean it's June, so for it to come out this summer, maybe it'll be out by LeakyCon. Hmm. Crazy. More red quills, please. I love those red quills so much. What is a red quill, Frankie? The red quill is new content from J.K. Rowling. Last time we learned about McGonagall and her past and all that fun stuff. Can we have we ever ever actually talked about anything that was in Pottermore? Like were we just you waiting can? for it to be It's well, out now, now that right? it's open to the public, yeah, we can talk about. Because <gasps> what like my favorite bit of new canon from that is learning more about the Hogwarts Express. Well what did we learn? Oh my gosh. Well like they talked about how when they originally built the um the rails for that line and everything uh they had to like do this huge i think one of like the largest um um enchantment on the muggles to make them like forget about all of the construction or whatever <laughs> to uh you know around around king's cross and uh the cool part about how they use nine and three quarters and and other little parts of King's Cross um, for things other than just getting the kids to and from Hogwarts. They would use it for big special events and like oh, yeah. moving people around for like huge Sinister concerts. Yeah. Or whatever. What and mean? there were there were other and there were also other platforms. One that would be like yeah. the Orient Express. And well, they were taken to the, the 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 different like the World Cup and or the 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 Quidditch World Cup, the different sporting events, Quidditch yeah. events. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, that, that's really that's really crazy, and that that does, makes perfect sense though too. Because like, why make the distinction of platform nine and three quarters? It would just say like go to the platform, go to the, the magic platform. platform, right? Yeah, so like that that does imply that right. there's others. But there's that's, others. That's really cool. It's like in um, Nightmare Before Christmas, and how they go to the little forest, and there's all those different holiday trees, and we only go into one of them. Oh, I wanted to go mm. into every different tree. It always frustrates me. When I watch that movie. <laughs> I've always wondered something. That the the platform nine and three quarters is that occupying actual space, like in the regular what you consider to be the regular dimension of of actual space, or is it like in a fold of 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 space that it's like a different dimension, sort of, or, well, or is it like I an think, actual part of the building that you could? I think the fact that physics don't apply to it is what makes it magic. If physics applied. Then it it was just clever. Yeah, it's probably similar to the expanding charms that they do on cars and stuff yeah. like that yeah. of the same nature. So, like, if you were to pull a like like a huge spell on the on the brick wall from the other side of like the platform, and you were to knock down one of the walls in, in the platform, like, could you see the, oh, no, the regular so. platform, or what what, so. what what would happen? I think you'd just have to enter it. That I would think maybe the entrance would be destroyed. So people would be trapped. Because mm-hmm. I always wondered, like, where does the train go? Like, magic. Because, no, like, if you were to just run down the train track, and then you were like out in London or whatever, like, would you be seen? Like, could you follow the train track into well, the platform? Well, train goes well but the, exactly. Yeah. Like, plenty of trains going out of King's Cross every day. It's not. It's not so uncommon to see a train coming out of King's Cross. Yeah. You know. True. They do. The tracks do go up. Yeah. It probably just connects to a track, you know, no. one of the local tracks then connects to the, you know, that long international Yeah, that's track. true. Like, every once in a while, it, it might be one of those things that they see the the Scarlet train leaving, but they just don't take note of it. Yeah. It maybe has an enchantment on it for muggles to, like, see it and then, like, not, not think twice about it. 
That makes sense. I'm satisfied with that. I mean, sometimes it's just that it's magic, you know? It's magic. Yeah, I like it when there's loose explanations, though. Like, I'm like, like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. It's so funny. It's like, like in in 2012, our answer for things is that it's magic. (laughs) (laughs) But there are things that we fight about, like, what would this be? What would that be? Blah, blah, blah. But sometimes it's like, like, where did the space come from for nine and three quarters? Well, it's magic. (laughs) You see? <laughs> uh, well, the thing about it is, it's a storybook. <laughs> the thing about it is... Well, I mean, that right there isn't, like... It's not a... That's not, like, a story point. Right. Point. Yeah. So, like, the whole point of reading a story is about the story. And so, if it's something that affects the story, we're going to have opinions and arguments on it. Right, right. We learned a lot about McGonagall, though, too. Mm-hmm. Yes. McGonagall, like, McGonagall and Flitwick. I love that. The last thing I remember is about... Um... Her romance to the the muggle that she doesn't end up marrying, mm. and then which is sad, and then she ends up marrying um, a wizard, mm-hmm. and then he passes away. And then when he passes away, she moves, um, and that this, that's she was teaching at Hogwarts at that time and living in Hogsmeade. Right. And then when he passes away, she she um, she moves into Elphinstone Urquhart. Um, what what did he do? He was I don't know. I forget. I think he was privately wealthy. Who her husband? Not wealthy. I think they were just comfortable. Like I think, yeah. I think I think he was just retired. I think he was elder. He was a little older. I remember yeah. that. And but but I like it. She was sad when he died, and I, I thought that yeah. was. I'm glad. I'm, this is horrible. I'm glad she was sad, but like no, she at found least companionship. She actually, yeah. yeah, that she actually loved him. Yeah, it wasn't just a replacement for. Um, yeah, exactly. He wasn't. Ju- that's a perfect way of putting it. He wasn't just a replacement, which I felt. But still, what a terrible, sad love story. Yeah, horrible and beautiful. At the same so time. she lives in the castle. Mm-hmm. Do you think everybody lives in the castle? No, I think no, because she commuted. It said when yeah, she, she was. Yeah, when she, was she used to commute. Well, we know uh, Professor Trelawney lived there for when she was teaching. Mm-hmm. But yeah. she's crazy though. Like Dumbledore lives there. Do you think Snape lived anywhere else? Yeah, where well he had Spinner's end. Yeah. So I guess he goes there in the summer. Because yeah, it's, it's, it's like when you're magic, like why the hell does it matter where your house is? You could get there Hogwarts, so easily. I think it's slightly different because of the no operating. Yeah, you have but to operate in Hogsmeade. Yeah, in Hogsmeade. And then, but I guess you could do the flu network because that was something mm-hmm, that was mm-hmm. standard. So like the first no, 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 they only allowed certain flu. Network flyers to open at certain times. It's not like it always. Oh, I know, but I mean for the for the teachers. I can imagine they. Right, but I don't think you leave a flu network open every day for even if you're a teacher. I think I think. Well, I don't know. I don't know actually. I think well, I think before McGonagall's fire was open. I think so, and I I know then then Umbridge did. I think that was a big point with Umbridge, like limiting it. She left hers open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Type of thing. Which is still, I love thinking of the flu network again in that weird way, like we were just thinking about the the, the platform. Right, like how did that like, work? But I, I imagine it being like one of those old school operators back in the day <laughs> when you had, they would have to plug them in, you know, like yeah. you plug us into that one. And so, yeah. Hold, please. Hold, please. <laughs> right away, five, sir. Five, one, right, right away, sir. <laughs> Ease dropping on the party lines. Exactly. Lines getting crossed. Do you imagine the kind of fun conversations they could have eavesdropped on? Like it's a, flu, it's an HBO show right there. Right there, operated style for murder. <laughs> Do you think anybody ever like jumped in like their fireplace, or just randomly seeing where the flu? There's got to be some control if it's your fireplace on who could come in. Yeah, like you know, like can anybody just can just anybody come in? Because they got they get special permission to go to like McGonagall's thing in book five. Maybe it's but something then they go into can, the Weasleys. Something you put in the fire to like they go to the Dursleys. Send house. a signal as to whether you're open or not. Put him into the Dursley's house. Remember, they 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 just go into Dursley's, and then the Dursleys won't let anybody in. But then no, but the Dursleys don't have exactly. They're not. They don't. <laughs> nobody's coming. Well, like nobody's really coming to the Dursley's house. You can put up charms to block apparition. I'm imagining it'd be this similar. Yeah, similar. yeah, I think I think you'd have to go up to the. Or maybe it's kind of like a phone number. You can anybody can call, but you have got you gotta got another number. Maybe it's yeah. a little simpler than that. I don't know. We, we learned that she was a hat stall, and we learned what hat stalls were. Yeah, hat stalls are which cool. Which, oh, yeah. amazing. I, like, I love that Flitwick was a hat stall mm-hmm. and of Gryffindor and Ravenclaw. Yeah. And so was her. And I've always really related to both those teachers in particular. I'm like, that's so fun. I think they have a good relationship. Oh, they have a great like. I, I like that. Them. I like, yeah. like hearing more about it and how they were almost each other's 
mirror mirror person. Mm-hmm. So like Flitwick, like I, I I visualize him now as the film Flitwick, which which is the wait the goofy. toupee one, yeah, or the the first movie one. I, st- I mean, I guess the most recent one. Like, mm-hmm. do we have any idea like what his closest appearance would would resemble? I think more similar to the the first films because originally. Wasn't Warwick cast as a choir director and Flitwick, and then they just made the same character? No, I, I think, think he was choir just Flitwick. Existed. I think yeah, I think Caron invented the fly- the choir. Yeah, and, but I don't think he that wasn't. I think that was a choir director, not. I mean, I could be remembering this incorrectly. No, Flitwick changed. Flitwick got a makeover and it stuck. Yeah, yeah, but I thought, but I mean, <laughs> okay, I, I was under the Flitwick just then directed the choir. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was under the impression that it was a choir director, and then like, oh, we'll just make that Flitwick. Versus redoing. No, I think Flitwick. they just they they just redid Flitwick, yeah. and maybe they don't too stuffy because he's like he looks too stuffy there. Yeah. Like he's he's supposed he's to be this like he's and this nice. weird kind of. Yeah. I thought he was a big pushover in Deathly Hollows. I was disappointed because Flitwick is described as a, a championship at yeah, you can't. know at fighting and dueling and everything else, and like you see him at the end at the battle, and he like. He's in between all of the Knights of Hogwarts, and you'd think he would like be like firing off all these cool things. But basically, he just walked down the bridge with the knights just to turn around and flail his arms in the air and run the other way. Are you when, talking like, about the book? Talking yeah, about like in the, the films, movie. like they oh, I don't they portrayed the him as such a goofball, and like I, I would have loved to see him like oh. fight more. They, yeah, but they never explored that in the so movie. Much, so there's so much yeah. to complain about in the movies. What's not right? So yeah, they they just... never explored that he was a world class dueler. He was just a little guy. Yeah, but that's yeah. what made him interesting. He's a little guy who was a world class. I want to know what race he is. Like, yeah. is he is he just like a little a person, or is he a mingling of like a of a human and like an elf of some, of some Probably, sort? Probably, you know, just like Hagrid's part giant. He might be part, you know, <laughs> elf part house or something. Elf. <laughs> oh God, that'd be hilarious. Well, what else kind of? Well, he's not servile, though. He's not, you know. I know. I mean, like, but the house elves are powerful. I think any wizards ever, you know, m- mm. made it with a, yes. a house elf. Like which which way? Like male house elf? I don't know. It could be both ways. It could be both ways. There's ma- very many. But I don't think jobs. a house elf could, like, a female house elf could give birth to like a human child. No, probably kill her. Yeah. Or it's it would so just, big. or it'd be tiny and wouldn't grow very big, <laughs> like Flitwick. <laughs> Uh, send in your fan art to Frankie. He could be part goblin. That would be interesting. Some, yeah. For some reason, I would goblins want... are more humanoid. Yeah, and they're a little more aggressive. Yeah, mm. he could be part dwarf. We never we do hear about dwarves. They do, do we the, hear about dwarves? Well, the 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 Valentine's dwarves. Is that your phone? <laughs> Where is my phone? Well, apparently it's here. Uh, Frankie's phone is the Zelda uh, little fairy going, Hey, listen! And it's all muffled. I was trying to look for it, but I don't know where it went. Scared the crap out of us. We learned a lot about the wands. We about... Yeah, we learned a lot about the wands. You were psyched about the wands. I love the wands. I'm sorry. They're, they're amazing. <laughs> the sorting. Well, it's happening. What else is happening in the world? I mean, we can talk more about Pottermore next quarter. Next nah. The quarter. Well, I just really hope that eventually they loosen up their their restrictions on, um, you know, the ability to find and find your friends and like share. I don't with get what it, does, it doesn't seem hard to me. So I don't understand. It's not being hard. It's is. like, a, it's a purposeful decision to like make that disconnect. So you can't identify people online. I, I can't even remember my own Pottermore name, let yeah, alone but if my you're friends' a perv, Pottermore name. If you're a perv, you know. There's plenty of places pervs can perv it up online. Exactly, and Pottermore doesn't have to be one of them. Right, but, but you know, as, but, as a but, result, but, but, I have but, no idea what my own Potter oh, name well, I'm is. I'm sure your, your friend list is much more important than the safety of children, John. I forgot. Well, I forgot. That. <laughs> there are places people, children spend online much more often than Pottermore. True, but I mean, still, I guess, again. I guess they could... Like once you, once you have someone on your on your list, it could say. Well, it does say their name versus. Can you versus even change, communicate you with each name. other? No. Like the the friends that you have. So like then what's what's it matter if you know who you somebody is? You can play is? spells. You can do like. Them. Are you gonna play spells to, to the other? point where you can like get them into your house? Is that intentional? And... I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't answer questions. I don't know. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you must confuse me with the other Melissa. With like, Bizarro oh, Melissa. Bizarro Melissa. <laughs> um, Creeping. So, oh, no, I cut my napkin drawing in half. Why'd you do that, Frankie? I'm bored. <laughs> no, I'm Sorry, we're not bored. entertaining you, Frankie. Oh, that was a Freudian slip. But see, this is what happens when I draw on, when I run out of drawing. It's space. because you can't. You're not drawing at the same time as the problem. Exactly. That's what I'm doing, and so like, and that helps me focus. <laughs> which took me so long to have to get over for a little bit at work, and even now I've fallen into bad habits doodling and during meetings. But it's okay because I got my job done. Do well, I mean, it's the place you're at is. Yeah, I know, but you would think that they would they wouldn't mind, but they do. They do mind, really. Because well, on the side of the fence, I'm in. I'm in. I'm, in oh, okay. I'm not on the artist side. So. Gotcha. Which is totally understandable. I totally, totally get it. Totally understandable. And it took so long to get over it. Anywho, it enough like of the really woes of Frankie. Quite yeah. I can't turn it. <laughs> well, it's, it's an intentional switch. One day it'll be your job. Yeah. Woes. Frankie. First Frankie's world woes. problems. So let's talk about other stuff. Let's talk about <gasps> Rise uh, of the Guardians. Hitting theaters in November. It's the owl one, right? Oh, shut up! <laughs> oh, I love that owl movie. I can't yes. believe it's. Do they wear little owl yet. armor and do they run around and yes. fight each other with little metal owl armor? They're little Forget wings. you guys. <laughs> <laughs> they like slap each other with their metal wings. I right love it. <laughs> it's, it's the Knights of the Owlery at Hogwarts. Yes. <laughs> Full postage. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, no, it comes. It's about get a little. I'm Santa just Claus and the Tooth Fairy. There's public stuff and, out there, right? No, totally. Yeah. I'm Jack Frost. Is there a trailer? Can we watch the trailer? What? There's I'm just pulling crap out of the air. Like, did I, I land on a spoiler? <laughs> yeah, that. Oh. Well, oh, don't say that now. And edit. <laughs> <laughs> No, the Jack. No, the, it's. Remember that he, time he's Frankie an article. worked at DreamWorks? <laughs> 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 at least his Apple Store friends are happy to have him back. No. <laughs> no. Dang it! You have to edit the crap out. Let's back to the. I should not just, have said that. Just, 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 you know, <laughs> mute it, you know, because yeah. this is too funny. Yeah, yeah. no, just the, all the characters you mentioned have been in press releases, and there's images of them on the internet. Okay, that's so but funny. But the, the, there's the almost said it again, Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> He's in the movie. He's definitely. <laughs> He's a guardian. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. But he's not an owl, is he? He was a guardian. Well, it's not Disney either. So. Uh, no, it's not owls. Oh it's about the tooth fairy. He's a cricket. <laughs> it's about the tooth fairy, Sandman, Easter Bunny, and Santa Claus. Now they protect kids from the boogeyman, and it follows the main character of Jack Frost. That's exciting. It's awesome. It's you guys. It's a beautiful movie. Does it do out for Christmas like a holiday November. movie? November. It comes off like comes out like two weeks after Stupid Twilight, and I don't even edit mm. stupid. You're just gonna. I agree. Rob I agree. Did you see that trailer? That's my most entertainment <laughs> two minutes of the year. I was like, this is. Just I spent 18 years being the most ultimately ordinary girl in the world who dated vampires and werewolves. And it's How- the center of a war between them. Yeah. Oh, you're so ordinary. I had a vampire child human baby thing. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. Uh, At least own ordinary. it. Like, you're interesting, Bella Swan. Because because he can't read your Bella mind. Swan. Bella Swan. He can't Swan. read your mind. Beautiful bird. That's what we should make a spoof called. My name is Beautiful Long Neck Bird. So Rise of the Guardians comes out when? November 21st. And the owls pull the sleigh? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Magical strong owls. <laughs> they, no, I know. They throw the snow for Jack Frost. Sure. They wave their wings and the snow like, goes everywhere. <laughs> Watch. There is going to be like a shot of like one owl in the entire movie. We're going to be like, see? No. Well, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Well, I do know, but I'm not allowed to speak of it. Oh, boy. Oh. Well, we, 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 John, you have to have an area of stuff that you can't talk about here on Podcast. I too. have lots of secrets. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot. That was me and us both. We both laughed when he said that. I know. That sounded so cocky. Uh, I'm like, you're like, even, you're oh, even, no. oh, simple John with no <laughs> secrets. He can just speak of his whole life. <laughs> Melissa, let's go get espresso. Talk about our contracts <laughs> and our NDAs. <laughs> 
I'm sorry, John. John, I was just because it wasn't meant yeah. that way. But the, you, you, but afterwards, I was like, I, oh, no, it's just the way John said it was funny. But yeah. afterwards, I realized, John, you're just funny, and you made us laugh. So I'm that's not, your own fault. I'm just so funny. You guys look at uh, this page of this I movie. have not watched Legend of Korra yet, and I can't wait. Next time we'll talk about Legend. Ah, next time we'll talk about Legend of Korra. I promise. Well, hopefully, all I, you guys have both seen Brave. Yeah, you could talk about all of the brave debates happening right now. There are now. debates. Oh, just people all you know. There are people who don't pe- like her hair. People are no people love the hair. That's, <laughs> you know, everybody's going to argue about the hair. Amazing. The hair and her dresses are yeah, her dresses fantastic cool. because the CFX in that movie, which is stands for character effects, hair, clothing, all mm-hmm, that stuff, mm-hmm. is astounding. astounding. That hair is just a freaking piece. When of she art. was in the lake fighting with a little like playing in the water, and her yeah. hair got wet yeah. oh my gosh I was like it's wet that's so hard to do oh I yeah bet. I bet. so, so hard. hard to do yeah I bet didn't they watch John didn't you say that for the Little Mermaid they watched like videos of like ladies in no gravity situations so they think yeah but mimic. that's different you draw it like and that's fine oh right you control everything right but when you're doing when you're running computer simulations uh, of hair okay yeah. you know yeah, I, I had no. some classes in this in school and obviously it's come a long way it comes a long way every year but you know when you deal with hair that crazy like that, and it's all simulated with the um, the environment of, of of the world and everything, you know, it, it's not uncommon in those simulations for things to go wrong and like bits of hair to go right through the character's head and everything else and just right. look look crazy. And uh, I guess they said it took like three years, um, and and like you know, a team of like six people just working on the, the hair for that movie and they ended up building a um, rendering engine that they called Taz after the Tasmanian Devil because of, it was so fast Oh, okay. and uh, they ended up using it on the horse and uh, on the hair of like the children and everybody else in the film and I'm sure they'll use it for many other things now in the future I'm sure they'll probably use it for uh, if they're still working on the, um, the, the new Monsters Inc. movie I can't oh, wait for that. It's so smart to do a prequel. So great. It's so smart to do a prequel. Look, this is my copy of Frank's. Look, see? Oh, Frank, look Frankie that. drew eyes and then I copied them. And you can see why oh, Frankie Instagram. is. I thought they were golden snitches. Well, right well Frankie draws stuff and mm-hmm. I very much do not. And no. this is a perfect example of why. I'm just drawing the, the, the I can't finish. Okay. Oh, you want me to draw the whole face? Yeah, and then I'm going to take oh, it. Oh, this is going to be hilarious. Instagram. People can laugh at me on Instagram. That's yeah. fine. That's fine. Let them laugh. Fine. Let them laugh with their laughter, and they're fine in their laughter. So brave, the the girl does not have here. Brave spoiler alert, somewhat, but you can kind of get the impression from the trailer. Just go to Target or Disney Store, and the whole movie's spoiled. Right. Well, there's there is no real male um, like love interest for the main female character, and it's the first you know lead female character in a in a Pixar movie or whatever, and. Yeah, no, and no, no resulting love, love story or whatever. So the people then are why like, even watch it? Oh well, you know, surely she's a lesbian because she's what? not interested in a man, and like that's an a- actual, you know, debate that is, you know, getting. It's uh, she also never showed interest in a, a woman, bit. so how could they make that assertion? It's, so it's just a stupid default just, assumption that oh, right. well, these, if you don't like men. a man in a mo- in a particular set of circumstances, if you right. can't pick from three. Weakling, goofy looking dudes goofy too. Well, I mean, a lot. I heard some debate and some frustration with the fact that there were no strong male like characters in the movie, and I don't really agree with it because the dad was a great guy. Sure, he was a little silly, but yeah. But at the same time, it, it was a movie about a mother and daughter. Like so, like I'm like I'm glad that just it wasn't like your cliche Disney film where one of the parents was dead, you know. Right, like, and sure she yeah, she right. had no parents and Yeah, the like, whole I'm thing. glad the fact that it was the parents and then like the the father was obviously capable. He was the king and he won he won the kingdom type of thing and then the wife was extremely capable as well cuz she would like totally helped out and was like helping run the like she was like the voice of reason and could, pro- could speak. It my was- problem with the mom is that she's so different in the beginning than in like when we see her next. It's like, oh, she's loving and the best and the superest mom ever in this whole wide world and the next time we see her she's like all she cares about is the princess and how to be a princess and blah 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 and like yeah. when did that change I can see how it might have changed but we don't even we don't get any of that well I got uh, what my what I, what I assumed was the fact that 
her daughter's getting older and so she's trying to equip her daughter the best yeah. because of what she had mm-hmm. to do like right. and so like she's just doing what she sees is good it's like, so harsh it's such a harsh change well the, here's it is and it's about that journey from childhood yeah. to adulthood one one thing that's been getting some press here and it got press a couple of years ago when it actually happened was that the original director for brave was uh, a woman named brenda chapman and it was the first female director on a Pixar production like this. And I don't even know if there's been any female directors of just Disney animated features or not. But um, this was this woman's basically like her little um, pet project. her Something that she had put in a lot of time and everything else into. And she was let go on the project. And she you know, eventually let go was... In a very, that's a nice way to put it. Yeah. Fired from the, from the film. Um, and I... I, I, I I heard in some other articles and stuff that she was just, you know, not really falling in line with some of the, some of the direction she was receiving from, uh, you know, the Lassner and friends. Yeah, and so, like, it, it makes you it makes you think like how much different the, the movie might have turned out. It would have been much better, in my opinion. I, in, from my opinion, I did go into the movie knowing. That there was a schism and that there have been different directors and the main creator was taken off, so I could bring a little bias into it. But in my opinion, the movie seemed very fragmented. Like that demon bear character mm-hmm. did not lifts like you take the bear out and you take out three lines of dialogue, he lifts right out of the story. There was yeah, no true. point for that yeah. character to be there at all. Except for the fact that the dad lost a leg to him. <laughs> what could and do? created a scary presence but that I mean, but that wasn't the movie more. wasn't about that. exactly right. they create a scary presence that has something to do with it exactly like if yeah. it tied in and like and the, i think there were some story points taken off because at first like the bear attacks her all the time so like why was the bear attacking her right. like and it's fine it was just circumstance whatever but we're watching a movie right and so like usually you don't leave these things to circumstance so like even as a little girl it was going to attack her mm-hmm. and it's like what you know it's just can we talk a little bit about why female heroines right now are such good archers what is that yeah can they not wield a sword but i mean that's been a pretty standard thing has it like look at lucy from narnia that was i guess ago but but you also had the other one that oh no you're right no she no but they also had swords in narnia didn't they also yeah but the girls like lucy had a knife and she was in the background she she would go around like healing people right healing people i mean like i mean but still it kind of bothers me but i mean it's a very difficult thing to do i mean it's you don't need brute strength to use a bow and arrow you don't need um what's her face from game of thrones she's a good swordsman who the young one the little girl Arya. Arya. Oh, but that's like an that's like a big old aberration. Like that's like a that's like a like no noble lady learns, but she did, and it's it's it's. it's well, I know, but I'm just I, but, I, right, but right, but totally no, totally. That's I why I like Game example. of Thrones. Yeah. People talk about how he's he's misogynistic, but I don't think that's true. He's really good to some women. He's really horrible to some women. He's really good to some men. And he's really horrible to some men, and it's all an equal measure and yeah, all and mixed, that's mixed the, up. That's what the world is. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I think I think there's just there's a there's a grace and elegance to to it that kind of I know that bothers me like oh all girls in their heroism must be graceful and elegant no let them wield swords and chop stuff up you know that's anyway I get an urge sometimes that's fine and and that's a very fair point and I guess I guess it's like from a storytelling point of view I guess it's a good way to make a woman tough and graceful yeah thinking but then I guess that is a a weird thing thinking that they can't coexist look at Buffy Buffy was awesome exactly but Buffy at the same time, was still a little cheerleader. You know what I mean? No, but the point is that her cheerleading days ended when her slaying began. And she would yeah. try and be a little cheerleader, and it would always end badly. Well, I, I love Buffy. Yeah. Yes. It would end badly anytime she tried to go back to that life. Yeah. And she did a crossbow here and there, but and never like a bow. Faith was awesome. Faith was yeah. total. total. You would BI. never mess with Faith. Yeah. And Willow. Hello. 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 <laughs> So, what is our verdict then on on Brave? B. Well, you guys know I didn't really care for it. It's I mean, like when, it was beautiful when I finished I the film, it, again, it was I watched it and I was like, I enjoyed this. But then the more I thought about it, the more it bothered yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. It was a dumb story. Well, I mean, just like I think like <laughs> one like, of the fairest the fairest criticisms I think is that it had so much potential to be this first you know lead female character that's... Mm-hmm. You know, all of the trailers make it out to be that she's going to go off on this adventure and she's going right. to do her own thing and, and, you know, make her own path. And 
it begins that way and it ends up basically like what's the moral here it's like if you're if you're a girl and you want to go off and break tradition and do all these things you will inevitably screw it up and you will harm your family and you will have to humble yourself and realize that there's a way of things that you can't be avoided and no, but she that's does change she tradition. Do. That's she not, does that, change she tradition. Does. That, that's a good point. But there's nothing particularly. It's not like I thought when it was called Brave, she was going to go have a big adventure. Like I thought yeah, it was why like is it called Brave. Exactly. Just, why is it called Brave? Like it's just. I just not, realized that right now. Why is it called Brave? It's maybe that was representative of this Humboldt. original director's right, idea exactly. for the film, and, then and it, just it was started getting completely cut off at the leg and they're like you can't have a girl doing that that's not the kind of narrative maybe in the original she killed that demon bear maybe that I was like her big it would have been great it would have like, been great yeah if there was some maybe instead of like you could, it could have even fit in the story because like if it was something like the whole like winning her hand instead of like mm-hmm. instead of hitting a bow and arrow and like hitting the like she actually goes out mm-hmm. and kills the bear to right. win her own hand that would have been awesome mm-hmm. that like yeah, it was, and the stupid witch. As much as as funny oh, as she that was, was a terrible witch. It was just dumb. It was she's like a terrible witch. It was like that that witch lifted out of the story as well. Yeah, and then those stupid little <laughs> blue guys. Like, what were they doing? Because that bothered end, me. Well, at the end, like yeah, like they bait her, of course, mm-hmm. but then they bring her to the witch, which messes everything up. Right. And then at the end, when the demon bear... Well, this is a major spoiler, by the way, but we've been... Spo- you, yeah, whatever. got this far, you're whatever. spoiled. Yeah. Um, when the demon bear dies, then like his, his blue spirit comes out, and he's like, thanks, and nods, and then turns into a <laughs> thanks, little... Thanks, honey. And, like, <laughs> and then I'm like, wait, but you just took her to... Here's my thing with the Will-O-Wisps, is that this whole story is about changing your fate, taking your life into your own hands. Yeah, whenever time, every time the Will-O-Wisps appear... You follow them, right. and they bring you where your destiny is supposed to be. So, it's okay, not even your own fate. It's exactly. So, her she did fate. exactly what her fate was supposed to be. It just means that she didn't realize what her fate was at the beginning, but she went to destiny. Like yeah. no, the Will O' Wisps knew. Bothers me. Follow the Will O' Wisps. Let's talk about this the, more. The angry. title of the movie has nothing to do with the story. Now it bothers me so much more. Mm-hmm. She wasn't. I mean, she was as brave as anybody no. else in the movie. You want to talk about brave? Talk about Milan. Yeah, or she was brave enough because you know what she did? She climbed that rock and drank the waterfall. She did climb that rock and, and drank the waterfalls or whatever. Brave. Yeah. Yeah, that's, just that's how you know she's king. spunky. Yeah, like the, only the kings of the old did that. Yeah, and now yeah. that's how and we I'm sure was, that was probably was a scene watching, from the old version of the movie. When I was watching kept. it, I was like, wait. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, then there was exposition a couple scenes later. I'm like, oh, that's why she... Yeah. The little kids were kind of cute. They were, they were, they really, were funny. They were really cute. But, you know, And whatever. then even then, the, the, they, <laughs> they were totally like, we're going to make them bear because it'll be funny. Because it'll be funny. <laughs> I'm like, it'll sell toys. Like, oh, okay. It will sell toys. Oh, my God. They were... I mean, it was funny. I laughed, but still. Yeah. Mm. See, like, it was a beautiful movie, and some of the technical stuff was astounding. Mm-hmm. But... The heart of the story, the heart of any movie, should be missing. in the story. Yeah, it was missing. How purposeful do you think it is that the the potential for like what we thought this movie was going to be? I've heard stories it? about how difficult it is to work at Pixar without being a lapdog to certain people, and so the fact if you have if you're there are a few people who can push back that they let like um, uh, the Incredibles um, director um, Redbird. He he's managed to keep his own voice. Redbird, like he's able to keep his own voice in the movies he's done with him. He did um, Ratatouille as well, yeah. Ratatouille, which was great. It did. It wasn't a big success for Pixar, but it was a brilliant film. Um, and so, and I think, like in my opinion, like they, if Pixar doesn't let, like loosen up the leash or the reins a little bit. They're gonna be in a little vacuum, and their stories are gonna yeah. become varied because yeah. they do all their big movies and buddy films. Like it's just been about two characters. Well, do you think finding their way? There's something. Fine, they're great. Do you think there is some actual like reason that motivates or you know makes it so either Disney or Pixar or whatever massive companies actually are pulling the strings at the top would not want that kind of. Um, you know, a film like this to rock the traditional roles of, of gender and everything else and to, like, want to kind of keep to a real narrow, you know, I mean, mindset I, of, of what 
a female character should do and what a male character should do and anything that challenges that challenges the foundations of everything and with like you know the roles so. of the family and the roles of everything else to say like I don't think their advertisers and their big companies like would want to keep things a certain way for the sake of you know whatever agenda they have that way because you think these are people oh, that I could completely it. pioneer you know they could completely change ways of thinking for a whole generation of young girls if you had a good enough movie that had a different I don't think know. it's anything as 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 like esoteric or lofty as the actual way of thinking I think it's just money because they that's why Tangle was called Tangle and not Rapunzel because Princess and the Frog they thought some of its failure and the fact it didn't do as well as they thought it was because boys wouldn't want didn't want to see a movie with the word princess in it Mm, like that's fair what, enough. And so that's why they call Rapunzeled. That's why they called Rapunzeled Tangle, mm-hmm. because it was just easier to easy quote unquote easier to market. So like boys would be willing to see a movie called Tangled than Rapunzel. Like, Ooh, Rapunzel grows. So I don't see why they think that because Cinderella, Beauty and the Beast, mm-hmm. the yeah, Little Mermaid. But to be fair, those ones. Were, were much much heavier in the female, you know, fan market. When Little Mermaid came out, I was like ten, and none of the little boys in my class had read it, or I mean, had read it, had seen it. All I, little I, girls did. Oh, that's funny because like me, it was a Disney, it was animation. I wanted yeah, to see it. it was yeah. Drawing, well, yeah, you're different. different yeah. From the house I grew up in. Um, yeah. But I think a lot of it is money, and I think the fact that. They and I think a lot of I think it's it's money and and then I don't know this like the stuff I've seen on like there's tumblers about different things and little blogs about different things and there's people who have done drawings about certain people at certain studios yeah. and it seems as though a lot of pride is involved like this is how it's done this is how you do it it does just seem like an it. old men culture of, it's a, it's of a, doing it's a boys club, yeah. and it's just funny because this is a year where it's such a political issue to say this is there's a war on women and to see major but examples of always it always been that way and but you'd think like you'd have people that you know at least in the the arts you're gonna side a little more liberal like you, you could potentially have something like this that would you know add fuel to the right fire of uh you know, helping to break some of those stereotypes, and the fact that they fired the female director in the middle of it kind yeah. of really adds. I don't understand that. Field of that theory that maybe she was making artists, something too respect. empowering. Well, yeah, I mean, see, in, in my head, I guess, I think I, I would I would be more keen to believe that instead of like. It wasn't like, oh, you're being too right. good too to progressive. women. It'd be like, you're not doing what we're telling you. And whether right. it's, if it's the same thing, I think it's coming from a motivation of, we we know this works, this is our recipe, this is what we say, and you're not doing it, or you're being difficult in a sense that you're not doing exactly what we say. Yeah, but a lot of those same boneheads that just made cars too, and that was total crap. Yeah, I heard that wasn't very good. I didn't even see it, and I have a free copy in my house. Because I work in Hollywood and I get screeners. I was really fancy. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't um, get those. Uh, I saw Rock of Ages and it was fun. I saw Rock of Ages. That was fun. Mm-hmm. It was, I'm glad it was self-aware. Because if it wasn't self-aware, it would have been dumb. Yeah. But really? I haven't seen... Like, I see... The, all the musicals I've seen have probably been movie versions. Mm-hmm. And if I liked... I've liked maybe three out of the five I've seen. I did not like the producers. No. Um, I liked Chicago. Okay. I did not like Rent. Okay. I like some of the songs in Rent, though. Okay. How about that Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter? Oh, movie? don't see it. <laughs> Have you seen it? I saw it last Saturday. At a, Crap. I got to see free screening of it. I'm glad it was free because if I paid for that. Unless you want to see 45 minutes. Oh, I'm going to be nice. 45 minutes of slow motion because half the movie's in slow motion. <laughs> and it's gross slow motion. Oh, that's terrible. It's slow motion of vampires getting their heads cut off or an axis to their foreheads and like black sloppy gloopy blood mm. I'm just so sad that uh, Snow White didn't get better reviews oh it was great I haven't seen it but it's beautiful I'm in the minority though a lot of people don't like it they think it feels like a long music video which is fair He's a, he's a, this is his first feature and it does you can tell he comes from commercials and, and music videos because everything is very composed and 
a lot of still imagery and a lot of like interesting it's beautiful though I, I was eating it up it's coming to work on Monday oh so I can if you want well, yeah, <laughs> well you, you and I saw a great movie recently Frankie what did we see uh, at your uh, DreamWorks screening Madagascar. Madagascar 3, that's right. How hilarious Sorry. was that movie? Oh, I loved it. I loved it. That's but I'm biased, but I loved it. That's got a tied score right now with Brave on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't understand. Like, it's just... 76. There's a, there's a stigma with with DreamWorks. Like, it's fart humor, and then there's a stigma with Pixar. It's all beautiful, and I think they're... Hopefully, they're kind of middling out. Yeah. Cars, though, got like a 33% Rotten Tomatoes. Cars too. Yeah, that's embarrassing. That's yeah, but sad. there's plenty of DreamWorks movies that got like yeah. 32s as well. Okay. And we're riffing. We are. And pontificating. We are doing both those things. Yeah. I just wanted to just say pontificating. I know. Well, we hope you have enjoyed this little uh, podcast episode 248. We're going to do ideas. I wasn't due for 250. This is 247, Jay. Two, is it? Yeah. Oh, what the hell? Send us ideas for 250. <laughs> 250. 250. And we didn't tweet, so you didn't miss a tweet. We talked about it briefly, but we never did. Oh, wow, we stink. Well, y'all, I guess until until next time we all get together and do this, keep twiddling those dials. The next password will be... Frankie's fired. (laughs) (laughs) No! (laughs) Keep each other safe. Keep fame. Good Good night! We missed it. W3. I confess myself disappointed. Now... If you don't mind, I'm going to bed. Great, Scott. No wonder. Look at the time. We've been here nearly four hours. Spooky how the time flies when we're having fun. <laughs> we can't even do it on cue when we're sitting next to each other. <laughs> What's the password really? Frankie's fire. That's funny. I think that's great. Okay. Oh, shoot. I wasn't recording. You shut your mouth right